0: singer-songwriter, uh, all-round renaissance woman, uh, Grace Farris. Welcome to 78 Amped. Uh, how, how are you going?
1: Good. How are you going?
0: Pretty good. I can't <laughs> complain too much.
1: <laughs>
0: Before we uh, go, you know, dive too deep into the interview, we like to sort of get into you, uh, your, your state of mind and ask um, what's been spinning um, in, your, in your playlists on Spotify or, or whatever streaming service you're, you're using. So what have you been listening to over the last couple of days and weeks?
1: Oh um, well, I have a very uh, sort of um, broad genre liking and uh, musical taste. Um, but really, my my uh, my biggest influences are classical music and indigenous music, um, and that might sound pretty far out to a lot of people or pretty wild. But um, that's just what I love and what I listen to a lot of the time. Yeah,
2: that's fair uh, enough.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's just what I'm into and and what I enjoy. And uh, for instance, recently I've been listening to Jules Messonette, um meditation from Thai, and uh, like Lady Smith, Black Mombanzo, so and a bit of Peter Tosh and um, some other people. So yeah that's what i enjoy
2: no fair <laughs> and <laughs> real it's always nice to have a bit of a fresh perspective we too often we you know hear the same sort of artist so hearing that's a nice it's a nice change
1: yeah i think it also you know i'm into enya in times of uh in times of um great pressure i really like enya i think she's amazing Um, and I like her album Watermark, I think that was a beautiful album, but um, yeah, I mean, there's there's certain people and certain artists that I kind of really gravitate towards in different moments in life, and I Mm. think like, uh, you know, funk music uh, can really get you going in certain ways, and so can so many other things, so yeah, I'm really into all of it.
2: Well, speaking of funk, the the debut track, All The People, is. it's got this sort of funky feel to it. It's got a a lot of different sort of elements to it. But when you were looking at releasing music, I guess, did you want to step onto the scene and and make a big statement straight out of the gates or um, sort of give us a bit of the the thought process behind it?
1: Yeah. um, I think really... um For All The People, it was one of those songs that came to me so quickly that I was a bit freaked out myself because when I sat down and wrote it, it really just came through so, so quickly that um, I can't really even explain where it came from, really. It was just this amazing kind of force um, and... Uh, and I wrote it within an hour and then the arrangement came afterwards uh, pretty very quickly um, but the inspiration for all of that I think uh, was at the time I think I was just thinking about life's the worldlier aspects of life um, and I didn't even know it so that now I reflect back I'm like whoa that's just amazing because I'm i, I <laughs> I was so, like, I had no idea what I was even thinking about. So, yeah, um, sometimes you have those moments in life where you go, you idiot, but then you realise that, you know, you know, just because I was a bit uh, unaware in one regard doesn't mean I wasn't aware in another regard. So, yeah, I'm very proud of this song and it, it is what it is and I feel very proud, yeah.
0: No, you should be. It's it's a it's a great track, and I think you know, like, there's these throwbacks to sounds like straight out of Stax records or, or Motown, even sort of those like kind of funky like neo soul yeah. kind of sounds. Do do you, do you feel like it's it's a a sound that that kind of uh, neo soul sound has maybe been underrepresented in the last I don't know, let's say ten years for in in popular music.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Um, yes, like without town funk, that song was really at the forefront of society for a long time. And, um, but all the people, (laughs) I don't really write from a place of, I'm going to try and fit in to this or that. Like, it's just like, I, I just write from my heart and whatever wants to come out will come out and whatever the song, it's the song that wants it. So if the song wants to hear funk or, you know, brass or strings or it wants to have this amazing vocal layering or whatever it is, um, if the song wants it, then I'll I'll apply that to the song. But, um, yeah, I'm not really one for fads or to fit in. Um, Obviously, I think your subconscious or your unconscious mind gets inspired in one way or another. Um, But, yeah, like yeah it's quite interesting like i'm noticing this year actually that that you know uh disco funk sort of sounds are sort of making their way back in again um which is really beautiful so yeah i think um <laughs> that's quite nice to see really
0: it's the perfect like lining up between you know like even if you didn't intend it it's lined up so perfectly between uh your song it and has. Sort of like,
1: oh my pretty
0: cool <laughs> <laughs> do you, i mean the 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 track you were recorded it um in la and you had a, a pretty crack musical team behind it um you know do, do you feel your first track it's landing so fully formed so so holistically how did you what, what was that kind of musical mentorship like for you at such an early part of your career yeah
1: it's a, an amazing question Uh, because it's a pretty amazing answer uh, as well. (laughs) Um, No, uh, I really like um, that experience for me to put my album Grace together was seriously one of the most, the, the proudest moments of one of the proudest moments of my life. And I remember everything so well Um, And I'm one of those people who remember everything anyway, Um, but I just remember every detail, uh, you know, and then coming out the end of the album, how, (laughs) I'm just reflecting on how manic I was (laughs) during during it because I'm like so focused, so like, um, you know, obsessed because I'd had some of these songs for like 15 years. So I thought... I was the only person that could truly know this album better than anybody. But that's <laughs> the genius of great musicians is they were like we get you and we're going to do this. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> 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 Gotta be good. <laughs> so, they were just amazing and you know, we really stood start- side by side throughout it and it was really Um, a really special moment and I think for them too, like we all just were sort of going, this is really cool, yeah.
2: Was it ever tough, you know, entering the studio for the first time to write the album to sort of um, relieve those, that, I guess, sense of control on all your songs and let other people give their two cents to it? Did you feel a bit of uh, protection over your own work?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I did and I, I think... I think that protection is very natural. Like I think, you mm-hmm. know, when you have a piece of art, like you have uh, visual art, like um, you do a painting or you do a, anything or, you know, you've owned a car for a certain amount of years or you, um, you know, started your own business when you have to let go of it um, and you kind of go, okay, well, you know, I'm putting this into the hands of others to get what I'm thinking in my little head like with these big ideas it's a huge responsibility for me it's not a responsibility for the guys doing it or the women doing it it's 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 my responsibility to make sure that they know exactly what I'm thinking at all times and that's the hardest part about all of it is um that very that very thing so um, but, it, you know, even though I made, uh, you know, the bass player who was Tony Buchan and my conscience slash producer, he produced alongside of me, I made him play, uh, the bass part like 30 times and he, <laughs> he was so annoyed with me and I went, I'm sorry, but it hasn't done this yet. Okay. So you can do that. Thank you. And I had it all in my head. Um, because I'd actually written the bass part, but it was just those little inflections that he would do that weren't quite right. And I was like, no, 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 no. So, yeah, it's just like getting those little things in to that beautiful sweet spot that Mm. when it finally locked in, I just went, oh, this is so awesome. I'm meant to be here and I just (laughs) made the right choice. It was so good. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well... You do wear sort of many hats in the artistic medium. You're a musician, poet, visual artist and a strong environmentalist as well. Um, Do you feel like your your many artistic hats, as you will, uh, blend into each other at all, more than (laughs) listeners may expect?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, I, I believe that the visual arts is something that isn't at the forefront of society enough? I think that you know, um, you know, especially painting and drawing and 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 all visual art mediums. I just believe that they're such an incredible way to express, you know, yourself. Mm. And why aren't they more at the forefront of society? So um, that's something that I'm really trying to sort of bring you know, forth with my album um, and with my music is just that very thing. And I've got a whole bunch of really amazing artists doing their part um, on all of my singles for my album, Grace. So, yeah, it's just, I guess it's just something that I'm passionate about. So I feel like I'm trying to make that work. But, um Mm. Yeah. uh, And also with my environmental stuff, that's something that's been really close to my heart my entire life. You know, I, I grew up on a farm and I grew up near the ocean and in different parts of the world in really amazing places that, you know, not many people get to experience. And I just feel like, well, I got to experience that. I feel like so many kids and so many people don't get that opportunity and therefore their mind or their their version of life is, um, quite narrowed down. So I think that, you know, just even being able to go down to the beach and, and have a beautiful swim in the ocean and let all your worries wash away from that salt water or, you know, go and listen to the birds and there's nothing else around for miles, Mm. you know, that's cool. (laughs) So I really, I really love that. And, um, I just, that's where my environmental stuff comes from. And, I want to see that carry on into the future. And I think where it really comes from is that I'm an innovator and a creator myself. So I understand the human need to do that. And Mm. if we're not aware of what we're doing, every footstep we take, you know, even the bloody ants on the floor, you know, if we're not aware of this, then how can we truly be aware of what we are creating, you know? No,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. sort of just a, a bit of a turn here. I mean, you you have uh, you come from a really um impressive musical pedigree. Uh yeah. obviously being the daughter of um Andrew Farris from InxS. Yeah. What's it been like for you sort of forging your own path artistically, sort of separate to, to the to the to the surname going on?
1: Yeah, um that's been something I thought really hard about, um, because obviously it's something that is obvious <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's there hello um and also I don't want to try too hard to just be like oh I'm not that or um you know that's not where I come from or you know that's not what I'm trying to do it, it's I'm I'm trying to just be me and that's really what my intentions are and I think you know your parents are a part of you you can't escape that you can't run from it and it's a beautiful thing and and I just honor I, I mean I have the best parents in the world I can't even imagine where I would be today without them so you know and obviously to grow up in that in that amazing world of of that energy that dad's band brought forth and and his writing and his energy and and my mother's energy to really make that all happen for them all was hugely impactful on me as a child and my siblings. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, you know, something that, you know, it's incredible that I grew up like that. It's just amazing.
0: <laughs> it, look, it makes you it makes it a fantastic springboard. But I think like there, there's definitely this, this great space, you know, you speak to some people who are in a similar position to yours and that you are right. like some people are like, no, I'm nothing to do with my family. Like that's, it's, it's a name and nothing else. And then you speak to other people that are again, like on the other side of that spectrum where they're like, nope, yep. Just, you know, I'm, I'm count me as the, the next in the line. Like it's, it's weird. Like you get a lot of people that have a very different um, approach to that kind of thing. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it's like, it's really full on. And yeah, I think you know, there are some people that are just so, like life is just such a complex unit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you can't, you know, if you do one thing, then you have to keep something else in mind. And, you know, there's, there's. you know, I think I've thought very hard and long about all of it. And I think at the end of the day, you know, um, I just want to be the best person I can be. And, and you know, following you know and and seeing my dad and what he's done in the music world actually it was something i never wanted to pursue because of that um even though i'd written like almost two thousand songs or something ridiculous by the time i was 18 i just (laughs) i was like yeah i know i was like i was like i can't do this this is is stupid i can't pursue music to all my friends and then my friends go but grace you're so amazing at it why don't you just do it i'm like okay Give it a go and and see what happens and and i'll I'll release a song here and there and see what happens but yeah i think there's a certain point where you go okay i'm really good at this (laughs) so uh,
2: hey if it's if it works it works right yeah (laughs) well sort of still on that topic you you do have this really clear vision Mm -hmm. Uh, of the world and what you believe in you know as we touched on before your environmental work with the likes of the Jane Goodall Institute and C Shepherd as well but lyrically on the track did you I mean it obviously speaks out uh, sort of to a a global unity but um, does your your charitable work inspire your lyricism at all or is it just sort of that natural um, rhythm of I guess your your thoughts coming onto paper without you sort of thinking about it too much
1: yeah, um, I, I don't actually see me being, uh, like into the environment as charity. I actually, that's just who I am. So, you know, that's just it. People might go, "What? What do you mean?" It's like that's just <laughs> that's just like what I'm into, and and I always have been. So it's just sort of like another facet of who I am as a person. That's really strong, and I just kind of wanted to, you know, when I released my music and my album, it's just something that is really important to me. So, yeah, I think um, in regards to that though, with the lyrics, that's not something that I ever think about. Um, You know, when I write a song, it's always just, I sit down at the piano or I sit down at the guitar and it just goes, it just comes out and that's <laughs> what happens. And I'm just like, cool, this is, this is what's going on. Uh, but no, never, I'm never consciously going, oh, you know, I need to write these lyrics and then I need to put this on here and then I need to do this and this. And I, that's just a bit forced to me. Yeah. Um, although there are moments when I do, and I have been moments in my sort of like writing career thus far um where i have written lyrics and then but it just takes so much longer you know it just takes that much longer so yeah, yeah.
0: no absolutely sorry my, my line like cut out for a second uh, <laughs> so uh i guess based well based on whether covid is around and, and second wave's coming into sydney or not what is the rest of uh, your 2020 look like
1: Oh, wow. Well, I mean, given, given that we're all sort of in isolation here and, you know, in lockdown and we're not able to do very much physically, um, uh, I think for me, I mean, I'm already uh, about to launch my uh, uh, sort of env- environmental organisation called the Grace Earth Organisation. Um, so that'll be launched in December of this year near Christmas time. Um, and I have two singles that'll be released as well before Christmas, uh, which I'm really excited about. Um, and then in the new year, my album grace will come out. So early next year that'll, that'll come forth and, um, and I'll have also a book that will be released with all of my writings (laughs) in it.
0: (laughs)
2: You've got a
1: busy
0: summer coming up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah to say the least but um yeah i'm really um very grateful and i feel like um very lucky that i actually have all this going on you know cuz i'm able to do it while all this is happening so yeah it's a great feeling
2: unreal well guys that's That's sort of all we uh, had for you at the moment. Thank you so much for for having a chat with us. It was really insightful sort of getting into the the creative mind of uh, you and your artistry. So yeah, thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me.